The following podcast has been pre-recorded for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. to another episode of Mexican Mind Matters. I am your host, The Mexican. Uh, we are going to discuss in today's podcast um, things things that uh, aggravate me in many, many areas. We have many things to discuss. Let's start off with uh, some uh, sport-related things. So... I want to talk about what aggravates me with fantasy football. Um, specifically, the family fantasy football league, the Feria Football League. So, recently that I got my own WhatsApp so I can talk to my family in Mexico and to talk to... Uh, the great rom about the rom lifestyle that I'm doing. Um, the I've noticed that my family on the, my dad's side has a giant chat because you can create chats, you know, little chat rooms with people. Um, they have their they have an entire chat room for everybody in the family on that on that side. So all my aunts, my cousins, and my dad, my brothers in there. And I've noticed that my dad reminds my cousins to tweak their lineup every week. And I've always suspected that my dad likes to, you know, cheat and control the cousins over the years. Which is what led to our league having a no-trade clause uh, a few seasons ago. Interesting how ever since the no trade clause got in, into effect, my dad has not won the league. Hmm. Interesting. Anyways. So, what is there stopping him from having individual chats with the cousins that are in the league and just tell them what to do and what to say? Because clearly they know no football like we do. And if they have to be reminded every week to tweak their lineup... It's, it's ridiculous. The, both cousins in... Because we, we knocked the league down from 12 people to 8. People who weren't participating as much. Um, and my cousin Miguel, my cousin Michelle, uh, both did not even draft their own team. They weren't even there. And it drives me nuts that 
our commissioner, my brother Enrique, does not um, allow for because the the league manager has the power to take over the team and select for a, a specific team or a specific player. So I keep telling him, hey, it's unfair that these people who purposely miss the draft get all these good players. They should get shitty players because they didn't pick them. Oh, no, we, we, you know, it's fine or whatever. I hate how my brothers are so complacent about random shit. Oh, but they all threw a fit recently because now that it's eight teams and it's two groups of four, I'm dominating my group. And obviously, heaven forbid we do a uh, four-person playoff. My dad convinced my brother that, oh, no, it has to be six teams, just like in the NFL. So out of eight, six go through. I don't even have to try. And there's no advantage to a higher seed other than getting the buy. So it doesn't even really matter. Like, I don't have to try to qualify. I'm, I'm leading my division. Or I was, I was undefeated. Leading my division by two games. Then lo- finally lost the game because of the buys. Uh, and then decided, you know what? I was playing Kato. And I said, well, Kato's on my... Uh, the division that has my dad, my brother Ricky, and this new guy who's also friends with my dad, who doesn't do anything. So my dad literally has one, three people he controls or talks to on a regular basis. Good thing there's no trades. And then he would always get pissed when we would veto his trades. Anyway, that's what drives me nuts. Like, it's basically, there's basically five people that always do what they're supposed to do. Kato... My two brothers, my dad, and me. I'm two games ahead of my division, which which has both cousins, Miguel, Michelle, and my brother Enrique. And I was playing Kato, and I'm like, well, Kato's got a bunch of players that I want them to do well because they're I have those players in my other leagues. So you know what? I'm just not gonna try. I'm, I message him like, Kato, I'm, I want to bench my whole lineup. Oh, okay. Oh, who threw the first fit? My dad. Well, you can't do that. That's not allowed. Um, I'm pretty sure in the NBA, Greg Popovich rests his starters if he wants to. And I'm pretty sure if an NFL owner wanted to not play certain players, which usually happens towards the end of the, the season, once they're already secured a playoff spot, they're allowed to bench their starters, which is what I'm doing. Well, you could drop them and then get other shitty players. I'm like, no. What? I don't. I'm just benching them for a game. Get the fuck out of here. So he complained to my brother, Enrique, the commissioner, who sent me a text saying, oh, you better do something about that or else. Like, what are you going to do? Ban me from the league? Ooh. So I didn't. I, I benched everybody on a Wednesday. Saturday night, I get a message on via email from ESPN saying, your, uh, your lineup has been adjusted. So-and-so is on the bench. And you have these players that have more points. I'm like, what? I go back in there, and my brother, with his commissioner powers, took over my team and started, like, put up a lineup. And I'm like, first off, that was not the lineup I had. Two, um, what the fuck? Oh, that's unacceptable, but everything else that my dad does is shady is okay. People don't draft their own players, but that's okay. I'm pretty sure, A, it's not against our fantasy football league rules. 
Two, it's not against the ESPN fantasy football rules for me to decide to bench my entire lineup and lose to Cato. So what I did was I waited until the one o'clock deadline and minutes before, knowing that my brother was probably not by a computer in Reno, dropped all of them. Thinking, oh yeah, Alex is away. He's probably running a marathon. He's not going to realize. Yeah, no, I remember my phone and I know how to use my phone. I always check. And that's why I don't understand. Fantasy football is easy. You just check it Wednesday, once Thursday, and once Sunday. That's it. Everything else, you don't have to do anything. And that's what pisses me off. It's that people going behind my back to do shit. And then people bitching when they're the main reason why we have a shitty fantasy football league. And other sports that where things happen that piss me off, running, marathon running. So I mentioned the previous po- podcast about the about the push stroller thing. I'm not going to talk about that. What also bugs me is all these people who post online on social media. Oh my God! I ran the the Brooklyn half marathon on Saturday and then the Denver rock and roll half marathon on Sunday. I am so exhausted. So you ran a marathon. 13.1 plus 13.1 with 24 hours rest in between is a marathon. And you're complaining that you're tired. Get the fuck out of here. Especially when you're faster the person in question that did this. And you run marathons all the, all the time. So I don't see what the problem is. And then going from Brooklyn to Denver. Okay, maybe some slight jet lag. But get the fuck out of here. Like, seriously. Are we? Are we? Are you, are you shitting me? Like, I hate when people complain about running smaller distances. When they're clearly in good shape to do so. Another thing that kind of bugs me, it used to it used to scare me, but now I, I kind of laugh at it. But it, it kind of bugs me to a certain degree. Uh, the uh, the big John studs of the world that look all Brutus Beefcake. You know they got all the muscles, they're probably on steroids, and. Uh, Oh, I'm a basketball player or I'm a football player on some high school or college team. Oh, yeah, I can run a marathon. Oh, yeah. And then I pass them because they're walking because they can't run a marathon. Yeah, you, you may look all big John stud and all big sexy over there and girls may think you're hot. But guess what? You don't have the heart or the mindset to pull off 26.2 miles. So get the fuck out of here. Next time you want to waste money, just hand me money. Of walking. Not to mention, also, the last running subject that kind of takes me off. When people falsely advertise on social media what they're doing. So, it happened at the Columbus Marathon this year. A lot of people were signed up for the half marathon. Oh, but when they checked in, they checked in at the Columbus Marathon. Um, 
I'm pretty sure you could have selected the option that said Nationwide Children's Hospital Columbus Marathon and Half Marathon and then put I'm running the half. Not the Columbus Marathon when you clearly are running the Half Marathon. If there was an option for the Columbus Half Marathon, please select that. If not, don't put anything. It's like, I don't... Mm, mm, irks me. Irks me. But other things that irk me... Let's move on away from sports to other things that kind of... Mm, tick me off. And this happens a lot when I drive. Semi-trucks passing other semi-trucks. I don't understand the logic and why a semi-truck decides... I don't understand how the phenomenon takes place. So the semi-truck is behind the other semi-truck. Not right tailgating, but, you know, a little bit behind. You know what? Let me pass them. And then sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Oh, I guess I not, my semi-truck is not as fast to pass someone. And then they move back behind the other semi. It's like just creating traffic and causing more issues. Please stop. Not to mention, I also don't like it when semi-trucks decide to go in the fast lane when everybody's going slower because it is downpouring rain. Or it is snowing. Or there's an ice storm. Oh, but the semi has to get somewhere to deliver whatever goods they're carrying and must decide to go super fast. Then that leads to accidents and then that leads to traffic jams because there's a semi tipped over on the freaking freeway in the middle of nowhere, Indiana, and there's no way around it because it's the we're on the only freeway in the area. That, my friends, pisses me off. Oh, and um, I almost forgot. Speaking of which, also driving related. Not necessarily semis. Semis don't do this. Um, what drives me nuts is I'll be in the fast lane trying to... I'm about coming up to pass someone. And some asshole behind me tries to go in the, in the, in the slower lane to overtake me and then cut in front of me to pass the people I'm about to pass. Oh, when I see that happen, I can always tell when someone's about to do that. I'm like, oh, hell no. I gun it so that I get closer to who I'm about to pass. And he has to literally slow down and get behind me until I'm done passing whoever I'm supposed to pass. Oh, I love that. Beautiful. beautiful. I, mm, it irks me when they try doing it. But then when I get them, oh, it's just sweet justice. Now... Other things that irk me is how people take advantage of my good nature. And I'm referring to specifically, I know previous in, in previous uh, previous episode, I discussed how the recently promoted manager at my work, Lindsay, got fired for basically mi- misusing company funds. She was abusing the corporate card, basically. Well, as time went on, we found out what she was using it for. And I had her cell phone. So I flat out confronted her. I said, hey, did you really buy use it for this? 
She was paying her utility bills, a car payment, and when her car was in the shop, the rental car was on the card. How dumb do you have to be? Do you really think that wasn't going to get noticed? And then I remember a few times walking into her office, and she was on some shopping websites. I swear to Christ, if you were buying stuff for yourself with the card, you are the dumbest person that's a single mother has two kids. Then I found out she borrowed money from my attorney at one point and never paid him, paid him back. I'm like, so you've had financial difficulties before and this is not anything new. Well, I don't think any it's anybody's business to to it's anybody's business to to for me to tell my my struggles to. Yeah, um, the queen didn't know. When I told her, she was kind of disappointed. I'm like, um, yeah, I was too. So, uh, now I understand why she kept saying, oh, "I'm sorry, I let you guys down." No, you didn't let us down. You basically got yourself fired like an idiot. And I'm pretty sure the partners are gonna want you to pay that back, and they could take you to court. Like you basically stole from the company. So not only are you don't not only do you not have a job, you have two kids. You claim she just told me, oh, I'm gonna get evicted. Oh, I'm gonna see if the VA because she's you know she's full of former military can pay my rent. Uh, see if, if 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 they'll they'll do that. Woman, you have a baby daddy. You have. The VA, you're probably on welfare. Um, I'm pretty sure somehow, some way, you can figure this shit out. I, I, I'm at the point where I'm sorry. I don't feel bad anymore. It pisses me off because I don't like change. But whatever. I mean, and that's what I mean. People abuse my good nature. I literally. Helped you this entire time that I've been working there. Get the goal, you know, escort fucking Roxy out of the building because she's there when she's not supposed to be. That's technically your job. And then do everything for you, yet you can't control yourself one month into the job because a credit card statement shows up the following month. Jesus fucking Christ. Speaking of. Of which, you know, not things that irk me and things that I don't like. I don't like being told what to do. By people who don't know me. Like, and this is ref- this is tied to the, the whole Lindsay thing. Now, there's an opening for the Columbus manager position. Three different people from the Akron office called me and said, Hey, I should apply. I'm like, mm, okay, maybe. I still think it's too soon. I've barely, been, not even been there a year. And, well, actually, I think my anniversary is coming up. Or just passed. November 14th. But anyways. Um, I could do it because, basically, um, I was helping Lindsay do her job, basically. I have no problem firing people. If I have to be blunt, I'll be blunt. Um, I already know paralegal A, paralegal B, and paraleg- and lit paralegal stuff. 
because I do all of it. Um, I already pick up the the Cairo records like I'm supposed to. I'm pretty sure I can figure out a way to pick up Mount Carmel stuff. I already translate documents. I already harass the front desk people about the mail. And anytime for some reason, uh, people come see me like I'm their fucking guidance counselor. I hate that shit. We'll add that on the things list of things I don't like. But no, people still people come and tell me their their life stories and their problems and expect me to resolve them. That already happens. That's basically HR. And then um, people still come to me to solve other issues. There's people in the Akron office that want me to get the death certificates from for them because somebody told them that whether it's a Mexican there's a way, Alex always gets things done fast. Well, yeah, I'm not a moron. And if I need stuff for me, I will get it. That's the only reason I did the Cairo records to begin with. Because we went, when the first manager left, Trisha, we went two months without getting records from one of our chiropractors. That was ridiculous. So I finally told my manager, I'm like, hey, I will go get them for you. If that's the only issue. They were delivered weekly. Now they're back to being delivered weekly. Thanks to me. I would clearly not abuse the corporate card. So nobody else in the Columbus office, as far as paralegals are concerned, has been there longer than me. Except the queen. And uh, I call her Wonder Woman, but one of the Kims. She was a paralegal B. And now she, and she just got promoted to a lit paralegal. So I doubt she's going to go for it. Uh, everybody else has either left or has not been there as much as long as I have. So clearly, it's mine. The only issue is if I definitely get it, well then, I would technically be at a position of power and more platinum rule violation for me and Queenie. But anyways, again, we'll discuss that on another podcast. But also, um, I don't. My manager's role as the paralegal manager, uh, her role got split. So she's now going to be the paralegal B manager, and they were going to hire a paralegal A manager, but based in Akron. So I kind of wanted to apply for that, but then I realized, and that's the thing, I don't like it when people tell me what to do, because I was kind of looking at that one. Because if I do end up going to law school and I go to Akron for that, I'll be closer and I'll be already up there. But also, I can, I'm good at coaching. I train uh, my uh, Lindsay's replacement as far as the paralegal A. She hasn't gotten fired yet. So, and I know what to do as far as paralegal A is concerned. But then I said to myself, There's at least three people I know of in Akron that are by far better at that than I am. And I look up to all three of them and I always go to them for advice. And one of them trained me. So if they apply, I'm going to rescind the application and just focus on the Columbus one. So I called all three of them and I'm like, hey, are you applying? No. Oh, I don't know. Yes. Were the three answers I got. Then I did my research and I found out all three of them were applying. Don't. Tell me no. 
Well, who told you it was applying? Uh, a good journalist is never able to sources. Otherwise, they stop being sources. I know you apply when you just told me the first time. Well, you should still apply. No, don't tell me what to do. Why would I apply for a job position where I clearly know that three people that also are applying are better at that job position, have been with the company longer, have more experience, and I go to them for advice? That would just be a slap in the face if they somehow give it to me. Based on what? Me always hitting goal and having two masters. That's about the only two pluses I have. Oh, but because Lindsay got fired, I almost forgot, um, and one of the other paralegals left, finally, Mr. Josh, who had been threatening to quit for the longest time, I now have 250 so cases. So my goal went from 20 a month to 43. It's a lot harder than than expected. But we'll see. Well, I think that's a test. And eventually they might make me, my attorneys, uh, my English attorneys full A and then move um, the one that I trained over to replace Josh. I don't know what they're going to do. But my manager said, just buy me time. You know, that'd be your goal. I'm like, look, this is the Mexican's way. Want me to do this? Fine. But I still applied for the position because you know what? I felt like at least that one would be better for me, suited for me, and it's more money. And I already do basically that job. And I also wouldn't have a goal. But I would have to learn more stuff about how to do reports and how to actually manage people. I think my main my main problem would be patience because I don't have patience for idiots and that would be a problem. Other co-workers that are idiots. Case in point, one of the B paralegals who doesn't know why a check gets addressed to parents when the case is under the minor's name. Uh, they're not 18 moron. See, that that would be my biggest my biggest issue is that. Oh Lord Almighty. But that yeah, that mm, just don't tell me what to do. I would I know what I want. You can't tell me what I want. I know what I want, I know what I want to do, I know what's best for me, and I will go after it. I still want to be an attorney, but if I can make more money right now, I will make more money right now. It's just simple as that. It's not rocket science. Just, oh, and I don't understand why, how people get past the first week in Akron when they get hired on my job because I, I have to I flat out told them when I'm up there um was I the last person that actually got legit good training because every person after that has left or sucks at their job and then the other thing I don't I don't appreciate is one of the attorneys Constantly, I know he 
sees me as like a rival because he's he's like a big pig and likes to mess around even though he he's fucking married trying to get me to tell him stuff i'm like no i'm not gonna do i'm not your friend he has told me that he's a cold-hearted killer when it comes to firing people and then he's gone through more paralegals than underwear yeah no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna trust secrets to you fuck out of here No, that's not how this works. We're not buddy-buddy, okay? And even though people I care about get fired, it's just on to the next thing. Because I don't understand how people get fired for the dumbest reason. Literally, I say it all the time. If you do your job and you always have goal, there's no reason why they should fire you. On top of that, um, I don't like it when people alter my shit. You guys can do whatever you want in life. You wanna, you wanna have sex with little kids? I don't care. You wanna be a Mormon? You wanna be a Muslim? I don't give two shits. You wanna be gay and marry other other, other dudes? You wanna have butt sex? I don't fucking care. As long as you don't alter the way I do things, my lifestyle gets altered, then we got problems. That's, that I think, would be the other issue with me getting that position is basically everybody in Columbus would be under me. And I have to manage all of them. Attorneys, paralegals. So if something goes wrong, guess who has to hear about it? The manager. That would be the only issue. And that would drive me nuts. Patience, I swear. Oh. But anyway, so the, enough, enough with the ranting. I've I've covered most things that irked me, uh, sports related, work related, whatever have you. We might have a future podcast on the state of the union, as I like to call it. Uh, we'll have that. Um, also, we might venture into some movie reviews, so stay tuned for that as well. Um, but as always. We are on iTunes, Mixed My Matters, SoundCloud, Mixed My Matters. A lot of people have been checking out old episodes. I like that. I like that. So keep it, keep it coming. Uh, episode forty-five is apparently very popular right now. So keep that going. Um, Supermex is the channel for Snapchat and YouTube. Also on Facebook, aka the Mexican on Twitter at SuperAssholeMex. Send us your questions, concerns, uh, comments. Anything you want to talk about on the podcast, something for grabs. As I always say, where there's a Mexican, there's a way. I will catch you guys on the flip side. See ya, bitches.